Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welch. Yeah, wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. That's right, we're here. What's up? This is in this league. Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Three-hour edition of Bogman and the Welsh. That is us, Bogman over there, Welsh right here. It's going down, baby. What's up, Welsh? We're just getting started, I was about to say, what's up, Welsh? What's up, Bogman? What's up, Welsh? What's up, Bogman? (laughs) How's it going, Scotty? How are you? I'm pretty good. (laughs) Let's just start doing podcasts where we talk to ourselves. Hey, Welsh, what's going on? I don't know. Not drinking right now, so not everything is great. You know what I mean? (laughs) Now you talk to yourself. Uh, hey, are you ready for this show? Well, it's three hours. It's going to be a while, right? <laughs> and we have a listener who is just like, uh, I think it was Toft. My boy Toft was just like, I don't know if he was just trying to be fun, but he was just like, can you guys do more of your show? I need more than three hours. And he said, he's like, this has become my favorite thing that you do, which is a, quite a <laughs> statement for what we do. And both of us were just like, I mean, it's like three hours, man. <laughs> like, it's already a lot of what we do. I mean... We could do more throughout the week, I'm sure. But, I mean, what are we going to do? Half the day of Saturday programming? What are we going to do, six hours? I I mean, three hours. I think we do a good job. We pull it all together. It's amazing that we cannot kill all the content from every show. I mean, there's always a little bit of overlap, (laughs) but we have fun over here. It's so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. All right. Any other conversations you want to have with yourself, though? I have Tyreek Evans levels of fun when I'm by myself. That's right. He might have do the same thing. He might be actually talking to himself when he was doing that. So uh, jump right into it. So for whatever he's doing, we have no idea what it was, but we know whatever it is, it's bad. We're like Mr. Mackey. With Tyreek Evans, we're like, uh, drugs are bad. Okay. Yeah, we're going to definitely talk about that. We're going to talk about the NBA uh, draft lottery, who was drunk, uh, who won the lottery, my anger. We have got some, uh, and I wasn't the drunk one. It's amazing. We could do an hour on how mad the Welsh is. And I, I'm always like, are you a little better today? And he's like, yeah, I'm better. And then the more start he starts about talking it. about it, talking about it, and talking about it, the anger level rises. So I heard people talking about it today, and I was just like, I'm like, oh, they talk about the draft. I'm like, get over it. And they started talking about it, and then I just started like getting more involved like, and listening. It's not so bad because there are some good players at six. And, and I start throwing things. They're like, whoa, that cup just fly in <laughs> here? And I'm like, shut up about Darius Garland, you losers. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. Um, we will talk 
some baseball. I don't even know what we're going to talk about. I don't know. You know what? That's uh, yeah, what we, we do. Sometimes we, what's that saying, Bogman? Fly by the seat of our pants? Life finds a way. What's that saying? Is that the one you're looking no, for? No, life, if you listen to me, I said uh, fly by the seat of our pants. Yeah, that's that right? it. I did it? Got it. Yeah. Hmm. I feel like you Pretty looked that myself. one up and you were I ready did. to use it. Not at all. I'm just. I don't know if I believe that. That's what happens when you don't drink for a little bit, Bogman. It all starts coming back. <laughs> I'll say uh, coming back. Been running, uh, been hiking, not drinking. Yeah, you doing all this stuff. He's gonna turn into Einstein in a month. Yeah. So welcome, uh, fellow sentient beings. Welcome to the show. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about nuclear physics. We actually on our secret show, we were just talking about like AI and uh consciousness swaps into um other beings. And then, you know, you did a good job <laughs> of just derailing us and Taking us into a really inappropriate direction. Yeah. Well, or for us, appropriate. That's true. We do a lot of stuff. So that's what we got on docket. Uh, A little bit of everything. And sometimes we'll just let it come to us. But the um, the probably the biggest news, at least over the last 24 hours, the most shocking news, at least for the people that care about basketball. But I don't think you have to care about basketball to be interested in this. And it is the story of Tyreek Evans. And by the way, I caught myself when I was doing research earlier in the day, typing Tyreek Hill. And I was just like, oh, we're just, this this is the wrong one. But I just immediately, when I thought of problems and issues and I started with Tyreek, I went to Hill, not Evans. But um, Tyreek Evans has been, I love how they said dismissed from the league. He's been kicked out of the (laughs) NBA is essentially what it was. But their terminology was so odd because he failed not just a drug test, but it was, I think, I'm trying to remember what the terminology, I don't have it in front of me, but it was like he failed the aggressive Drugs of abuse. Drugs of abuse. There you go. That's exactly what it was. He failed the drugs of abuse, and he has been kicked out of the league. And he cannot, uh, he can apply for reinstatement, but not for two years. So that's what's right. going on. And But the big issue with it was, all right, like, What's the deal? You know, why, why did he get kicked out? We don't know of him uh, having any past issues or anything like that. We weren't aware of that. Uh, and the report came out that this was a first-time offense. So what are the things that could kick you out with a first-time offense? And that is kind of the big question, Bogman. And yeah, uh, it and- ultimately comes down to one thing, Bogman. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> I love that laugh. Uh, Hold on, let's listen to that God. again. Hold on. Let's listen to Rick James real quick. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> I want someone to loop Rick James laughing with Kawhi Leonard. Like, oh, 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 just get those two and laugh. Uh, 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 It'd be uh, so, uh. so great. Sounds like a robot Kawhi does when he laughs. Um, yeah, there's um, there is a list of drugs. And when I first looked at this, I thought he tested positive for all of these things. I mean, it was ridiculous. Bogman was having a field day. I was like, where is he doing all of this? (laughs) It's like, how is he alive? alive? Is he Lamar Odom? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Someone like Lamar Odom was like, yeah, I've had really bad memory problems ever since my incident. It's like, yeah. Uh, Everyone's surprised you're still alive. Yeah, and know your own name. Well, you're practically so. injecting the drugs into your brain. We we totally get it. So yeah, yeah, Th- that little rumor is not uh, true. The, there was a no. list of. Do you have the list in front of yes, you? Yes, I do. He did one of these. So uh, the drugs on that list are amphetamine and its analogs, which include analogs. Yeah, not methamphetamine. Digitals? 
not digitals. Methamphetamine, cocaine, LSD, opiates, heroin, codeine, morphine, and PCP. Um, huh. So that reminds me of uh, a little thing right like um, this. What, what's a... Uh, What's in this? My heart's starting to beat really fast. Tyreek? Um, <laughs> weed, mostly. Oh, Stuff thanks, Tyreek. It okay. It's got a bit of opium in it. Oh. Some heroin. Uh. Crunched up ease. Clorox. <laughs> Methadone, Subutex, morphine, peyote, some other stuff that's unidentifiable, and I think a little bit of... Angel dust, actually, if I'm not mistaken. You know, keep it traditional. Yeah. So keep, it traditional keep it traditional. Keep it traditional. What was the line of that movie, by the way? The the walls. The, the walls, furry walls. The furry walls. So I did that in the groomy room. I was like, live look at Tyreek Evans during his drug test. And it was just puffy, uh, you know, combing the furry walls. Remember, he's like, I'm going to I'm going to put this stuff on the, all across the outside of my house. My house is going to look like an effing werewolf. Oh God! What was? Uh, can can we play that song? That was Why great... the f do they call it a Jeffrey? Let's see. I'm gonna pull that up. Little furry walls from Infinite Sorrow. <laughs> yeah. How the snow? Wasn't that really uh, Russell Brand? Yeah, he's pretty good. So this is the furry wall song. Come on, Tyreek. got a lot of time to, you know, we'll just bring that. We'll just sit under that. We'll have little furry walls sitting under us. So Tyreek, <laughs> Tyreek's been having a good time. He's been having yeah, a really good time lately. Great time, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I, so was those all the drugs? Those were all the, I mean, none of he, those are he good. He did one of those. Or if, if he did a Jeffrey. Or all of them. Or he did a Jeffrey. Or, or one Jeffrey, right. You yeah. know, just to keep it traditional, like they said. But uh, I, I I don't know. So I watched um, – th- this reminds me of a Price is Right game, and I watched that Price is Right documentary uh, last night. I don't know. Have you seen is. that thing? No. Oh, well, it – God, I hate that. I oh, hope I did the heard, thing. I hope everyone heard how the Welsh did that. <laughs> like, you act like such an in- indignant a-hole when you haven't heard of something. You go – I don't know what that is. But it's like, I don't know what that is. You're like, I watched that uh, that Price is Right documentary, you yeah, know, and I'm like, no. Else in the world has heard of it. You're Never the heard only of it. one. And you go, I don't know what that is. You add a little bit you of confidence, like, I should know what that is. I don't know what that yeah, is. most people know what it is. What is it? So, Or instead of saying, I don't know what that is, you could say, hey, what's that? Hello, I don't know what that is. I'm Alvin Snow. What is it, Bogman? I would rather have you do your Aldous Snow, your (laughs) terrible Aldous Snow. Oh, no. I'm Jonah Hill doing Aldous Snow. Oh, no, Bogman. What is it? What's the Price is Right documentary? That terrible English accent, me. (laughs) Unfortunately, yes, it is. (laughs) All right, so what is the documentary? It's the, the perfect bid. So some guy did a perfect bid on a showcase showdown, and they did a documentary about how that wound up happening. But what... This reminds me of is higher or lower. Do you remember that game in The Price is Right where they had a five and it was like the price of a car, right? And they start out with the bottom number. The The number's five and you had to pick yeah. the actual number is either four or six. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's a great game, by the way. So, yeah, I, I love I love most of those games on there. But we should uh, do the can you and I should go do The Price is Right. Like, can we go drive down there and see if we can get on? Doing it? Yeah, dude, Drew Carey. 
I knew Drew Carey was doing it, but they didn't even say in the thing if it was still Dude, going. Can but. Drew Carey is the gig of a lifetime. He is never going to stop doing that thing. He's getting all the money. He doesn't have to. Uh, well, he doesn't he have said, to not be funny anymore like he was before. He said in the thing that he was afraid when the guy got the the price exact. He was like, "Well, I'm screwed. I'm out of a job. They're going to shut us down." So. Well, no, yeah, it's, it's going to happen sometimes, Drew. It's okay. But you and I, should, we should do like a road trip down and do the prices Right. There's not, is there a game on the prices Right that isn't amazingly fun? No, I think they're all great. Every one of them. Th- this one is, so uh, let me ask you, the Welsh, LSD higher or lower than cocaine and opiates? <sighs> opiates. Um, well, let's, give me your draft order of these drugs. It's. Uh, what are meth, opiates again? Co- like uh, LSD opiates are heroin, codeine, morphine. Oh, okay, okay. So we'll put those in one. That's opiates and PCP. Okay. So okay. I'm sorry. Run them by me one more time. Okay. So meth, coke, LSD, opiates, PCP. What's your draft order? I'm from lowest uh, to worst. Like least worst to most worst. I I, I I hate to say it, but coke might be the bottom of it. I'm gonna put LSD as the the not the the least bad. Okay, I mean, I guess what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're going with. Do you get addicted to LSD? I know you get severely addicted to Coke, so. Yeah, I don't know. Bogman, I'm going to go on a limb here. They might all be in the same tier. I I feel like the top might be. They definitely are. It's two years. The top is whatever meth is, and um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, like PCP. So meth is worse than opiates? I would agree with that. Yeah. I'd say meth is the worst one, yeah. So. Yeah, I I don't know. This is not a conversation I'm... uh, (laughs) Uh, I'm able to have, but you know, you I don't thought, like my, well, okay, but you could do the same thing for the price is right. Except for it's the, the mountain, the yodeler. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. It's like, well, one. Which, which one is he going over the cliff at? Is it meth or is it opiates? I'm not sure. Oh, that'd be fun. Like, so price is right. Could have the Tyreek Evans game and it could just be, uh, instead of a yodeler, it's Tyreek Evans. And then he's just like, he's like walking along a mountain to different drugs. Yeah. And then if you, uh, if you get it, it's. I I really think, by the way, we should like this. It could be a documentary. It'd be like you know, in this league, the price is right. Yeah, it'd be great. You know, call it it one dollar. It was interesting because what this guy did, he's like he was a math teacher, and then eventually he was writing this dude that knew all the the prices for everything. He was. writing math problems for standardized testing. This is that documentary thing again. Right? Yes, yes, exactly. Is this so, supposed to be, is this popular because of the the James um the the Jeopardy guy because the Jeopardy guy has taken, you know, gambling abilities with also just being super smart and he's kind of like game the system is the idea that this guy figured out the perfect formula for what is this was this price is right or was this uh, yeah, wheel no, of fortune? The price is right. Oh. Uh, this guy was just a big nerd, and the only reason this is popular is because it's on Netflix and everyone has Netflix. I can guarantee you if this was a documentary on YouTube, I never would have watched it. Man, I had never seen it. I just put it on in the background because I was like, whatever. Like, I'll just – this will be on. And it really wasn't too interesting. It was just this guy memorized all of the prices. He watched The prices Right religiously. He started watching it when he was like 15 years old, and – he started writing down the prices of everything because they reuse the same prices every single time. And he started going to the prices, right? I think he lived in Wisconsin or Minnesota or, or somewhere up North. And, um, he started driving out to LA, uh, every year 
and he would go to tapings and he was the guy that would like shout out the right prices and people would start listening to him because he would get uh, the prices exact. And when you got the prices exact, they give you an extra hundred bucks when you walk up on stage. So he would be shouting him out and the people would start turning around and looking at him to do their bids. So and he won this one guy two cars in a boat before he'd even ever been on the show. You know, it's so, amazing to me. It is amazing. Think about the documentaries we have. This is our era. Like I, th- for whatever reason, you talking about this makes me think of that documentary, The King of Kong. You know that one? Um, I don't think The King of Kong. Yeah, it's like. Uh, am I getting it right? It's a documentary See, about. If I were you, instead of saying I, uh, I don't know if I remember that, I go, I don't know what that is. You could say that. Yeah, I think I'm 100 percent right. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I, The King I of Kong, know. a fistful of. Dollars. It's a documentary. It's a documentary about the dude, uh, this video game dude who is like a total freaking weirdo. You never see. Okay. I've totally no. seen this. Yeah, check it out. King of Kong. It's just one of those like video game documentaries. But I'm just saying, it's like this is the stuff that we're into. We're just like, hey, let's watch <laughs> the game about King Kong, and then we'll watch the Price Is Right documentary. It's just all in our wheelhouse. It's amazing. But hey, when we come back, I actually want to play something. Um, not, I mean, I do want to play Price Is Right, but I want to play this piece of audio. From a very, very popular podcast that I think is really interesting to this conversation that we're having. And it has to do with NBA play, NBA players and some of these uh, potential drug issues as Tyreek Evans is out. It just happens to coincide with an interview with Matt Barnes. So I'll tell you about that. We'll credit that podcast and I'll play this little minute piece of audio talking about drugs when players were in the NBA. And obviously... Sorry, Kevin didn't get away with it, but well, I'm going to play this audio. We'll talk a little bit more about it, and then we'll talk about the other drunks in the NBA. It's going to be a great time. we got a whole bunch more, so don't go anywhere in this league. Coming back. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. In this league. Get on December. We're doing it on the fly. What's up? Come We're back. on down. In this guy. In this league. Come on down. You're the next contestant on The Price is Right. All right, welcome back. It is In This League. Bogman and the Welsh, we are back and just seemed appropriate to talk about or come back with The Price is Right thing since we were talking about it. So I'm going to watch this documentary now. Like, the, the what else am I going to ta- do? The guy was talking about how uh, they pick who they're going to have on the show uh, before the show starts, it's not like a random draw or anything. And they, they want yeah. people with personalities and stuff. And he made a, I'm just here to kiss Holly shirt. And this guy was a total weirdo, nervous I mean, dude. Like so, but, uh, I was like, um, sounds I like know. the type of guy that might just learn all the little, uh, you know, intricacies and prices of, uh, the price of right <laughs> and spend their life surrounded about it. Might wear a shirt like that. Right, right. Exactly. So, I was uh, I was like, what did Holly look like again? So I looked up Holly from Who is Holly? The Price is Right. She's one of the, you know, they always had the models to show off the products. Oh, did people know? like know who they were? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I thought it was funny because this guy was like, you know, Holly just seemed like the most likable and most real one of all oh, the models. I'm God, like, they never spoke. What are you talking dude. about? Don't. Oh, well, uh, the dude is embarrassing. I, I, I hate I hate to tell you, but the dude is a bit embarrassing. It's like the guy so. that's at the strip club, and he's like, no, nah, she really likes She's me. She's the realest stripper. She's like uh, real, and, uh, you know, I'm going to help her get out of there. Uh, no, she no, she to told to me school. her real name is Tina. I know her real name. So <laughs> Yeah, it's not uh, It's not Pepper. <laughs> Pepper. Um, but uh, We knew someone named Pepper. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we Pepper's. did. So. Yep. Uh, God, I forgot where I was going with this. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I oh no, no. So, Holly... I, I looked up Holly um, from The Price is Right, and apparently there was a big falling out between her and Bob Barker. She sued Bob Barker for a bunch of money and won, and it was just this big, nasty thing. And it wasn't even like she wasn't the one accusing Bob Barker of harassment, but he wanted her to stand up for him, and she wouldn't. So he then sued her for slander. And then uh, she countersued, and it was this whole thing. So I was like, "Man, that ended ugly." You uh, know, they were on that show for like thirty six years or something together. So, she like, I, I don't think she lasted that long, but she was. Wouldn't there. that be great if there was like some sixty year old like, um, <laughs> oh, I don't know what they call them. What, what, are the, what are the people called that like the the models? models? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's just know. like remember, like on Deal or No Deal, it's like the briefcase girls. Right, I don't want to say girls for anything because you just can't do that anymore. About the Nitro like, Girls, oh. WCW. Nope, can't do it. Oh, so, oh, we can't say girls anymore. Okay, gotcha. Girls, girls off that, limits. Unless it's unless you're uh, heaping um, applause upon the show girls, you're not allowed to say the word. Well, you can't girl. say show girls. Oh, they should change that movie. They should go back and they should redo it. <laughs> just like all the losers want Game of Thrones episode five to be recut, they should redo that movie and they should also change the title because apparently the world word girls is offensive to people now. <laughs> I don't want to go down any rabbit holes, the Welsh. I'm just saying, I don't want to say, you know, uh, you know, Item girls. What would you call them? Price is right girls? I don't <laughs> you know. You just call them item girls? Well, I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know I don't what know. you would call them. Do they, have, so. do, they have, do they have item boys on that I just show call now? them models. So Are there, are there uh, men Dude, models? I didn't know that the Price is Right was still going on until you told me 10 minutes ago. So I have no idea if they have male models. Are they like Ravens models? cheerleaders, the men cheerleaders that are... Uh, I'm going to do this. Let's see. Are there male models on... The pro Ooh, it just it auto corrected it for me. Oh, Let's see. Oh, people um, are already looking. Oh, look at this. who is the male model on Price is oh, Right. No. Look at this, Bogman. The retired NFL player and prolific Instagrammer will join a cast of models that includes Rachel Reynolds, Amber, uh, whoever, blah blah, whoever, and James O'Hallorahan. Uh, I don't know who any of these, but yeah, there's there's dudes on there. Okay, so they're progressive. They just don't call them girls or don't call okay. them boys either. Models. You know what? Actually, I get offended by. Do you ever uh, are you ever around somebody? They're usually always a little bit older, and they walk around, and they're not doing it in the creepy way, but they say um, "hun." They call people oh, "hun." Yeah. Yeah. Completely like not. Would you rather be? You like being called "hun"? Yeah, that's fine by me. I don't care. I don't like it. I think it's condescending. Like, well, but women do it. But when men do it to women, it's condescending. Um, Doesn't it sound condescending? Like, hey, thanks, yeah, like, don't do that. Yeah, I, I, okay, I get that. Call them that. women. <laughs> Just don't call I them girls. Say, I always say lady. I'm like, thanks, lady. 
And they go, did you just call me lady? I'm like, well, better than other things you've been called, I'm sure. So, you know. Thank you, Bogman. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, well I, I remember one time uh, in particular where uh, one of the ladies did that to me. It was, uh, I, was getting, uh, I was getting a, um, uh, the grass parking at Salt River Field, the Welsh. And uh, she handed me the ticket, and I go, okay, thanks, lady. And she's like, do you just call me lady? I'm like, yeah. She's like, and that, and that's where I got that because she was like, well, I guess it's better than most things I've been called, so that's fine. I mean, I would say also it's very condescending when someone goes, sweetheart. Like, you can't do that in 2009. I don't mind, hun. I don't mind, sweetheart. You can call me any of that stuff. I don't. You can't. But people, <laughs> okay, sweetheart. Thanks, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you, you can't. But, right. uh, you know, when I'm at the... The grocery, like going through a drive-through or at the grocery store, if the cashier calls me hunter, sweetheart, or whatever, I don't care. That doesn't bother okay, me. Okay, but then, okay, then there's a double standard because I think when men do it, it sounds creepy. Yes, yeah, I, I, and, I, and I agree. Oh, that's I'll what I'm talking that's about. A double standard. So yeah, um, call me. People call me lots of things. They can call me whatever they want, but I'm saying when men say it, it sounds creepy. I, I, I heard it today. You were saying no. that when you are called hun or sweetheart, um, that you were offended. No, but the only people that do that are like sixty-year-old women. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I don't care. I don't mind at all. But like guys all the time. Oh, thanks, sweetheart. It's like, don't do that. Which isn't Mad Men, guy. You know, it's in the fifties. Don't get your drink. Um, all right, hun. You want to play? I want to play this video there, sweetheart. Yeah, sweetheart. Okay. All right. So this is this is audio. Keeping on the Tyreek Evans, um, you know, epic uh, drug drug capades that uh, he's got going on. Pardon my take. I've talked about them before, Bogman. You know them. Pardon my take. Um, Barstool. They just happen to have. Matt Barnes on their show the other day. And I'm, I'm only playing this because they have, this is their promoted video on their Twitter account. Go follow them at pardon my take. I think this is interesting in this. I mean, you know, sometimes you just walk into stuff. Those guys have walked into stuff. I remember they had Alex Smith on the next day. He was gone. He was out for the season. And, um, this audio is Matt Barnes talking about drug use as a player. So I think this is interesting. So again, credit to pardon my take. And let's see if I can get this going here. Uh, Matt Barnes. You said that your best games in the NBA were high. Yeah, I sm- I was, I I got caught twice. So in the NBA, you get three strikes. So I had like two point seven five strikes probably because <laughs> I was just able to kind of maneuver my way through the years and understanding, you know, smoking and then being able to detox fast enough. Um, yeah. You know, st- eating clean and drinking a lot of water, staying in the steam room. And I was able just to manage it. Did you ever get any pushback from your coaches or your teammates that didn't like you doing that? No one really knew. It wasn't something that I was really, because it's, you know, it's illegal, basically. You know what I mean? So I had a couple teammates that, you know, on different teams (laughs) that knew I smoked or would smoke with me. Not to really talk about anybody else talking about myself, but it was was something that happened in the NBA. You can say Steven Jackson. You can just say it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Steven yeah. yeah, Jack and I would, cause he, he did, Jack and I would blow it down, you know. That might be, that might be two, like when he and I used to smoke, it might be two joints. Yeah. <laughs> so that was their video, pardon my dick with Matt Barnes. But, but you get it right there. Like, you get a feel for, oh, I mean, we're not all, we're not dumb. We're not in the, you know, in the dark about this stuff. But you have a player that was just there talking about like, oh yeah, they, they've got a system down. It's, it's do it, get clean fast, clean eating, sweating, saunas. You know, get through the process. Plenty of people knew. Players were in on it together. So there had to be some knowledge of this with Tyreek. I can't imagine this is Tyreek Evans. You know, he's not hanging out with Russell Brand having the, having the Jeffrey yeah, having moment. Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I, I have a hard time. It's like, hey, first time out there, uh, Tyreek Evans. What's going down? Yeah. Heart's uh, starting to beat really fast. So, um, 
Weed, mostly. <laughs> Sergio gave it to me. Sergio I don't know if I should do this, though. Is it safe? Heroin. Oh. Crunched up ease. Clorox. Methadone. Subutex. Morphine. Peyote, what is subtext? Some of the stuff that's unidentifiable, and I think a little bit of angel dust, actually, if I'm not mistaken. You know, the glue. Keep it traditional. Yeah. It's like drug Neapolitan. <laughs> drug Neapolitan. My favorite is, is keep is it Is angel dust PCP? I don't know, man. I'm not big in the drug game. So I'm not know. either. I'm gonna, hey, you know what? I'm People gonna, might be like, hey, guys, why are you talking so much about this? We we are shining heroes here. We are examples that your children should uh, uh, strive to be like, because neither mm. one of us know what's going on here. I'd, I'd uh, say I am. That. I don't know what's going on with any of this stuff. Well, yeah, but I don't know if I would want kids to grow up to be like me. Uh, let's see. You're a hero. Uh, You're an American an- hero, Bogman. Angel Dust is PCP, so we got that. Okay. So we so. know that now. So does Tyreek. He's you know, he knows. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, Tyreek. What are you doing, man? It's it's uh, it's crazy. I don't remember any time seeing something like this, but um, straight out. Ban. We'll find out what it is. Two years. Like you can't make your NBA salary for two years, and I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, it's not like he's going to just run into the booth at TNT now or anything like that. Like, what is that guy going to do for two years? I mean, is he going to get clean or not clean for you know a year and a half, and then spend six months doing? I wonder if he had a sore throat or something, and he took you know like codeine cough syrup, and I mean he would have to go clear that up. Yeah, I think there's a bigger investigation to that. This is someone that, and this is all speculation. We don't know. We just know a version of those. This is someone that had a night out with some meth or something like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just a night out with some meth, you know. Pacers have been out of the playoffs for a whole two weeks. I want to say that. Someone did that. How are you going to get popped on your day off, Tyree? (laughs) Well, I mean, NBA is on it. You know what I think is interesting, though? is like you look at these guys and I look at that and I'm like, eh, it'd be fine for two years, that money they make, unless they do that whole, I, how many players have we seen that like you see behind the scenes and it's like, this player was involved in a drug ring and they, you know, they take their money and they buy all of it. <laughs> and it's like, I hope it's not to that extent. But uh, Terry Evans will be 31 years old when he can be reinstated, Bog. So, I mean, there still is a chance that he's going to come back and be left able to on the do bone. It. Yeah. As long as, if he can get clean and, you know, uh, he's a good player. So, uh, and for all we know, you know, this is the first time he gets caught because like we went through and looked at before these, like we know he was doing one of these drugs because these are one of the ones where you get caught the first time and it's over with. Yeah. It's not the three strike rule like they have for weed with weed. They're like, come on, man. Like we give you three strikes. Just don't get caught three times. Well, but like Barnes, he was just saying there in that interview, he was like, right. he was on 2.75, which what <laughs> what that does sound like to me, though, I, I kind of feel like, like he got caught once and then it goes away after like three years. I'll tell you, I, I almost feel like hidden in that statement was something along the lines where the NBA is like, hey, man, like, let's get this together. Like you get caught once, you get caught twice, but there might even be a couple other like incidents where, you know, it might be kind of fishy and it might be like, this is kind of dicey. Like hearing 2.75, that sounds like something a lot bigger than just straight up one, two, three warnings, which I actually well, wouldn't be too shocked been, about with the NBA. It, it could have been a thing where they drop it off after three years, like you don't get caught for three years and it falls off of your three strikes. Yeah. Or it could have been one of those things where he had been caught twice and he got tested, and it's like, ooh, I'm failing that one. You know what I can't and then, understand? And then they came back, and they said, okay, you're good. And he's like, whoa, okay, thank God. Maybe this is me. Um, maybe I'm a little bit different. I can't comprehend something 
being so important in my life that I wouldn't put it away for millions of dollars. Yeah. Millions upon millions of dollars living my dream, accolades, loved stuff everywhere, living the greatest life. And I can't put down a goddamn joint for <laughs> a couple years. I can't not do it. it dude, I'm not, I'm not that I'm not going to drink. I have no problem with it. I'm just, you know, I'm kind of doing, I'm not trying to get clean for any tests. I'm just getting a little clean right now. If someone said the test of life, if someone said, I will give you $1 million to not drink for a year done, I'll give you $10 million to not drink for 10 years. Done. I will, I will give up what, if you said you can't eat sugar, you can't eat this, you can't eat that. Here's what you can do. You can eat plants. You can have fruit and you can drink water for a year and I'll give you a million dollars. Guess what? Done. Yeah. You're um, going to tell me you wouldn't give up all of that. For, I, I just, I, I, well, look, I would try, uh, you know, sugar is, I know I'm addicted to sugar a thousand percent. If there's one thing I'm addicted go to sugar to, rehab out of everything, it is 100% sugar and sodas. Will you know, go that, to Dr. Willy Wonka. Come yeah, with me I mean, and you'll see you don't see, need I kind of follow sugar. that quote of find what you love and let it kill you. That's me with Coca-Cola. So, but, but I, but I, okay. Then maybe you come at this from a different perspective because I think we're sitting here laughing, be, but hold on, hold on. Well, I'm I just saying know it would be really hard. Okay. But I'm saying it's like you and I are sitting here laughing like, oh, look at Matt Barnes. What an idiot. You know, I mean, he got away with it, but look at Tyreek Evans. You can't even stay away from this stuff. How many guys get popped? Josh Gordon, you've ruined your life. You have every opportunity. You're given everything. Aha. Uh-huh. I'm saying I give it, I give everything up that I need to, to have that type of life. The the, the 10 years can set up the next 80 can set up your family for generations, but you're saying like, I don't know, with sugar, I'm not sure that that's not, that's not much different. Than well, look, I, I can, I know I'd be able to, uh, I would say that I can do it and definitely try to do it. And I think that, you know, I've worked long enough and hard enough to know what a million bucks is. And I think I'd be able to lay off sugar for a year to get a million bucks. But I think like, 17 seconds after the year is up, I would have a soda down my gullet. Like just that second. I know I would do okay, it. Okay, but what about so. you get a million dollars for every year for 10 years if you didn't have soda and you didn't have candy and you couldn't have fast food and especially Carl's Jr. <laughs> um, I can tell you I I would do everything in my power to do it, but I can't sit here unequivocally and say that there's no way I would falter or cheat and have a, a soda or a piece of candy or something, you know. So I guess um, pe- people, what people could do is they can make the argument to say it's like the quality of life thing. Well, it's like, well, right. I want to have a good quality of life if I'm going to do it. And I'd say, OK, that's fine. But you know what? You know, what is your what is your time span? You, you can have a job for 10 years that can set up your entire life so you never have to worry about your children, yourself or anybody again. people rolling their eyes. That, you know, they live that way anyway. They don't have refined sugar. They don't have fast food. And and they don't. I do, though. Like, I'm just saying I know myself well enough to know that, uh, you know, I might break on that because I, you know, kind of got myself into this lazy ass lifestyle of having all the sugar. Also, guess what? You're not you don't make forty five thousand dollars a day. You don't make those type of things. So it's just I, I guess it's a tired argument. 
of, of all this stuff. But I just look at even a guy like Matt Barnes who's talking about, he's like, yeah, man, I did it. I did clean. I did this. I, you got to risk all that. You got to risk all of that for what? Smoking? Give it all up, man. Give it all up, man. Give it all up for some scissor. I don't, I don't get any of that stuff. I don't get any of it when you are when you are blessed with the greatest gifts and you're, and you're blessed with the greatest opportunities. Are you just going to gamble? going to gamble with it? Hashtag blessed. Hashtag meth for Tyree Killer, <laughs> PCP, or Angel Dust, or Coke, or I don't know, LSD. Tyree Kill again. Tyree Kevin. I to see. I'm sorry. I mean, I apologize. It's just problems. Stop having the problems, man. Hey, get it. Hey, stop being an asshole. <laughs> we got to talk about the drunkest person in the NBA, and they don't shoot uh, baskets for a living. They just talk about them. So drinks oh, on you. Drinks up. Cheers. Have a drink on me. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. It's in this league on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is. I don't know why you got to pick up my friend Rachel. Oh, it's she does a, nothing wrong. I uh, love the way she called everything. I was everything. about to call you Harry Bogman, but that doesn't have the it same. Well, I mean, that's correct. Yeah, that doesn't have the same exact uh, tone. By the way, coming back to that whole thing we are talking about, the, the, the righteousness of, of property, how a lot of that sounded in the last segment. But, like, it's the same thing like those poker dudes. You know, like the guys... With the, with the, I mean, these guys do these bets where it's like, hey, you can't do this for so long. And like the guy goes in the dark room, gets $100,000. Just like I, you put a million dollars down and you tell me the things I can't have within relative reason, which I would say, by the way, having a career for millions of dollars and opportunities no one else gets to not have to like, I don't know, do drugs. I think that's a reasonable ask. Where would we ha- like how far down the line do you have to go to where you're like, just my level of life would be so bad. Like if I told you you had to live um, in your current situation with all the animals and the people in your house oh. in a one bedroom apartment for a year, would you take the million bucks then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see. Okay. But that you're getting more I'm into the, asking. no, I, no, I know what you're saying, but. You're, you're getting more into the, like, can you live in the dark room for right. 30 days yeah. type of stuff. Like, I'd try it. I don't think it would work. Uh, <laughs> I have I have four dogs, a ferret, and five people in my house. Bogman. That's not going to work in a one-bedroom no, apartment. Why, that's why I said that. So, yeah. yeah. So, there's a line for everybody. Like, okay, but I that, think that's so the, different the than what we're talking about. So much lower for you than it is for me like if they were like you have to take the bus for a year i'd be like no thanks i don't think so. <laughs> See, that's what i'm talking like you're laying out where you're like all right you gotta live in a one-bedroom apartment there's no water you get electricity on every <laughs> thursday like you're being ridiculous i'm saying there's just some things we don't you want you to do the, you can have all the uh channels you want and all the playstations and, and all that stuff you just have to live in a one-bedroom apartment okay. with all those people and animals but again that's, all that's not saying hey 
you can't do illegal drugs, um, and we want you to eat right and don't have soda. I mean, I'm not even not those comparing the things. I'm asking where we have to get for you for your line to where you would say, "Look, I'm just not going to be able to do this." So, well, because you're you're try, but, try but, but you're also putting something that might be beyond me. Like you're not putting it solely on me. You're putting me. You're putting a bunch of people in a place that it might not work. If you're saying, well, let's just say it would work out for everybody else. Everyone else yeah, in your it. life could handle it. Yeah, I, I'm 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 a father and a and a husband, Bogman. I do lots. Like, if, I get nothing to myself anyway. So what difference yeah, does it make? Their so. happiness does not correlate to my happiness. My <laughs> happiness is just as everyone. All right, all right. I'll lay in this grave. You're like, hey, look, you know what? The uh, the apartment complex still has a, a parking lot, right? I can go stand out there. That's fine. Yeah. So. You know how many years I've slept on a couch? Uh, even as a <laughs> husband and a father, I've slept on a couch, not because I'm in trouble. I, I'd be fine. I'd be fine. But I'm saying, like, you're saying, like, if I had to ride a bus, I'd say no for a million dollars. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I would probably do the bus. For if you had to get up at 7 a.m., I think you would probably say no for a million dollars. No, I'm not a 7 a.m. person. Uh, 7 a.m. would actually be fine. I think after three months of it, I would be okay after getting into the routine. That first couple months would be brutal. I But what I really can't stand is the fact that I – I stay up late to do all my work, right? Like we got a lot of work to do. I stay up late to do it. And then I sleep in. I sleep till 10 or 11 and people are like, ah, ah, half the day is gone. <laughs> people don't, people don't stay up. Why do you, why are you so lazy? You slept at like eight, Dick, I slept the same six hours you did. It's just at a different time. All I mean, right. You did wake up at one at one p.m. today, though. I didn't. No, I did not wake up at one. I got out of bed at one. There's a difference. <laughs> oh, okay. sorry, sorry. There, there's a difference, and I didn't go to bed until five. Oh, well, so okay. there you go. Shut I got. Up. By the way, I got up at six. Yeah. Well, congratulations. You want an effing medal? No, we're just almost we're seven hundred dollars. You're almost hundred bucks richer right there. <laughs> you, almost, you almost guessed the exact price. On the price is right. I almost have to give you one hundred dollars. <laughs> hey, sweetheart, why don't you get up a little bit early? Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to win hundred bucks there. No? Can we make some Rachel Nichols, please? Yeah, Come Rachel on. Nichols. Yeah, the uh, the lush hashtag lush. <laughs> Rachel, her nickname would be lush. Um, <laughs> she's fun. I, I I will say this, Rachel Nichols. I do. I like Rachel Nichols. I think she's uh, hilarious and she's incredibly good at her job. And you know, I guess another plug for the part of my take guys, she's been on their show a whole lot. And it's funny because what what she's getting a lot of backlash on no. you've heard before. Like she talks about she talked to those guys about like, hey, come out and drink and like Rachel Nichols is someone that likes to have a good time. The only difference that we're finding out <laughs> is ESPN's like, Hey, you can have a good time on the air with us. And that kinda happened during the NBA draft where um Rachel, there's all accusations, but a lot of people are saying that Rachel Nichols was um, three sheets to the wind during the NBA draft. She looked tuned up at the end. Like you could. She was essentially me last week on the baseball podcast. (laughs) Or that one time on this show where I was like, you know what? I've had a bad day. I'm going to have a couple drinks. And by the end of the show. You know, I was in the Rachel Nichols territory at the end of the draft here. So that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's happened to everyone before. It's just I'm not judging, by the way. No, no, I, I, I'm not judging. What I would say is I just didn't like the overall format, regardless of whether she was sober or hammer timed at the end of the draft. But um, because they were talking during the draft, like as Mark Tatum 
was calling all of the, you know, the 14. She was picks, acting the like there wasn't a show going on. Like she was hanging out at the bar with people and like we would do, like if we were hanging out, just making comments at everything. Like she was, <laughs> she was doing her own personal show, forgetting that she's like on television. <laughs> and David Griffin, like we knew at one point that the Pelicans were moving up. We weren't, we didn't know they were moving up to one, but uh, we knew they were moving up, and uh, she looks at David Griffin. She goes, you need to be happy, David Griffin, and he did not flinch. He I didn't don't. look at her. He didn't do anything. I don't he think so. into it. And she so. was like, I, I saw the thing where, what was that? I think Zion and RJ Barrett were at the table together, and all she was doing was talking about Zion, and then when she asked Barrett a question, it was about Zion. I mean, she was, yeah. she, she, do we have, do we have audio of this? Uh, yeah, we do. We have uh, th- this is the last this is less than a minute. This is four, three, two and one. They're announcing the picks live. So uh, y- you can hear her. Um, it's really after number one is picked and she's talking about the number okay. one. Overall pick. All right. Uh, here we go. This ad, I think, is done playing here. So let's turn this Fourth up. pick in the 2019 NBA draft goes to the Los Angeles Lakers. The third pick goes to the New York yeah. Knicks. <laughs> I don't hear her. Yeah, yeah, she'll talk at the end. The second pick will be made by the Memphis Grizzlies. And that means that the number one pick in the 2019 NBA draft goes to the New Orleans Pelicans. Wow. All right. Barring a trade, New Orleans will pick first overall for just the second time in franchise history. New Orleans selected Anthony Davis with the top pick back in 2012. Davis asked for a trade, but I don't know, guys. Now Zion Williamson might be coming to town. Look out. And it was the first time in French's history. French's history. And she just like starts getting louder and louder. She is not talking at the end of the draft. She is screaming at the end of the draft. And everyone knows that when, you know, your girlfriend, your wife, your significant other has had a little bit too much. And they're like, you know, I did that one time back in blah, blah, blah. And it's like, like, whoa. Oh, okay. All right. It's time to leave. Let's go. Everyone. Yeah. Say goodbye, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we enough time. We'll see everyone later. This Come is on, sweetheart. Let's get out of here, hon. Let's go. Let's, uh, let's get out of here. Right. Yeah. All right, we've had enough, and, and Woj wasn't about to do that. So, but, but the bigger problem, too, is like I was listening on the radio. And uh, I can't play my reaction video because it's not appropriate no, for radio. Yeah. You, actually, I think you should. I, so, no, I'm, I'm trying I, to get like, $100 like from win, you. I like to win $100 that I almost just lost. Yeah, so. it was so close. It was. Oh, it would have been great. I mean, you know, next time maybe you'll get up a little bit earlier and think of some material that'll, uh, you know, get yeah, you that money. Maybe I will. Yeah, so. maybe you will. Um, but during the radio broadcast, they were taking that feed. Every time she was like, Whoa! Like again. By the way, I'm not judging. I don't care personally. I don't get chaos, people. But what was so hilarious? Where is the um the tweet? Because then <laughs> it didn't stop for Rachel Nichols because a lot. I don't know. I didn't see all the stuff. A lot of criticism was going on about um I don't know making it about herself or that she was drunk she was just, or 
whatever Ran it was. Raving. She was screaming at the end of the draft. Like you, you could tell there, but she was doing that before too. Like she was laying out the scenario, which, uh, you know, she must have had some of her faculties left because she was still able to tell what was going on about Zion Williams in the draft. But um, yeah, she, someone there was a tweet about um, I got it how, right here. I got it right. Yeah, here. Steph so, Curry's mom. Yeah, right. so her tweet. This this is days after. This is like two days ago. She goes Del Curry telling I don't know who ADB hey, Doris Burke. Uh, Del Curry telling. Doris Burke, that uh, Sonia Curry, quote, normally has a cocktail before the game, just made me like Sonia even more than I already did. And you can imagine what those uh, the comments look like under. Like, here's what the second is, comment. How many cocktails yep. did you have a lottery night? <laughs> this next one. We know. Rumor has it you were drunk at the draft lottery selection. LOL. Are there any other good ones? Uh, I don't know. There, there was, there was enough. So, um, it, it's just <laughs> this guy says cocktails before a game, cocktails before the draft lottery, cocktails for everyone. <laughs> uh, oh man, are yeah, you offended it, by any of that? Like, I'm of course not. No, I'm the type of guy I don't get offended really. So, <laughs> well, except if someone tells you to wake up early. Yeah, I mean, don't tell me to wake up early. Mind your business. So, <laughs> and don't uh, don't say hunt. Oh, I just no. You like no. I call me hunt. Don't say call girls. Don't, don't say girls or tell you about waking up. I don't up care if anyone says girls. Like I said, I don't get offended. So, oh, okay. uh, in general, you're so, not a warrior. No, no the, the worst is when people that know how much work I do, especially on our stuff, the Welsh, and then they're like, "Well, yeah, you didn't get up till one today." So that's the stuff that I don't like. But that's fine. It's fine. I don't get offended by most things. So. But like, I'm not get out of here before I lose hundred bucks. Yeah, so. no, let's keep going. Let's keep let's drag this out a little bit more. Uh-huh. I'm not a traditionalist, and there's so many people. You know, something uh, one of our buddies got in a Twitter war about was kind of laying into. Well, this is much different. I say he was laying into a certain team's broadcast team, and and of course the fans of that team were not having any of it. And we all pick on. Like, I just don't like, I don't like Homerism and I don't like over, I just don't like nonsense with it. But, but, but in a different nonsensical way, like I like fun and there's so many people that don't want fun. They just want it down the line. They want the traditional play by play. And then they want the color analyst to just kind of come in. They, they want it to be, you know, fair and balanced like Fox right down the line. Bogman. <laughs> but I like fun. You know what? Let Mark Grace have 12 beers. Let's, let's get Harry Carey some vodka. Let's get Rachel yeah, Nichols I mean, a cocktail. Look, Let's have Harry fun. Carey, <laughs> Harry Carey was the most beloved uh, broadcaster maybe ever. Hi. It, it was a well-known fact that he was usually tanked by the end of the game, especially when the Cubs were bad. Yeah, so and it was a tradition. He and he, yes. he was like the Bill Walsh of commentators because then he had a tree under him of like, Mark Grace, who was like, oh, you get tanked when you do it. You know, so this is just it's okay. this is one of the very few things that the NBA didn't coordinate with ESPN very well on, because if Rachel Nichols was going to be able to talk over Mark Tatum announcing picks, Mark Tatum should have said something back. 
other people should have been able to have a microphone or something. It shouldn't have just been Rachel Nichols screaming drunk into the microphone about the possibilities and what's coming next. Well, what would have been great is if you would have heard her like stirring a drink with ice in it. Oh, my God. Well, she was sniffing a lot like she had a cold or something. Like, and maybe it was, you know, she took cold medication and then had one cocktail. Maybe that made her, you know, dizzy or whatever. Uh, But you can hear some scissor. (laughs) You're saying some scissor here, Bob. No, no. I'm not saying that Tyreek Evans made a drink. So I'm just saying that uh, you could hear that when, when she like she clearly had some sniffle or something going on. But uh, what, what I'm saying is, is we need I, I feel like we just needed something different. It's not that this was bad. It's that it just didn't work. I like, agree. We, we needed need something, something different, different, like a different right. lottery. A different right. uh, way to do the lottery. <laughs> the worst thing at that thing was not Rachel Nichols at all. Rachel Nichols actually was the only thing that I got to walk away and enjoy because of that. Oh, I, was, I have to say something I can't say. Oh, um, not. Yeah, I don't think I would have lost a hundred dollars, Bogman. But I think I used this word in another Respect. show, and it's probably oh. just not a good one to use. Okay. Like, yeah. Text it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that travesty of of a lottery, which is. Just the worst. It could not have been a, a worse thing that they did. In my eyes, obviously, as a scorned fan, had nothing. I mean, thank God for Rachel Nichols. It's, that there's something we can walk away and talk about, about Wilson and all that type of stuff. But <laughs> I actually applaud, and I think it's funny. I love when, like, really good people or people that are really good at their job and well-respected. I like when they become people and then people want to pick on them. Like, yeah, guess what? She had, she had a couple of drinks. She had fun. She, she made, she had some entertainment to it when everyone was stick up their butt type of bull crap during <laughs> the draft and then, or the lottery and then the lottery happened. And then, you know, do you I wish think I had that a drink. she'll be calling the draft? I guess is what no, I, should I ask don't. You. I, well, if she is, I think she's going to have a club soda. If she does, <laughs> I think yeah, she's going to have a, a, a PA or, you know, an assistant that'll be by and they'll just be like, you make sure it's coffee. Like it's coffee. <laughs> and she, she rips it open. She's like, and the flask. <laughs> Rachel does that have fun. Like in, I think in her Twitter profile, it says something about how she loves Jack Daniels. Dude, I, I'm telling yeah. you the interviews that she's done on the part of my take stuff. Half of what she talks about is having drinks. She would always give those guys crap because they haven't come out and had drinks with her. I, half of what her her experience in life is talking about drinks. She she likes a she likes a good uh, glass of Jack, I guess. You know, hey, she likes a why, good cocktail. Maybe a Manhattan. Nothing wrong with that. So yeah. I don't like know. Manhattans. I don't like what's the other one? Manhattan and uh, the old fashioned. I don't know. Old fashioned. I like old fashions. Yeah, it's not the old fashioned I like, but it's not, I like the drink old fashioned. <laughs> I, I actually don't like that old fashioned. So huh? I mean, I can do that one myself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you mean make the drink at home, Bogman? Right. I can make an old fashioned myself. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. So I don't know what you were thinking. Okay. So. Well, I don't know. I I still think she's a saint. I'm still a Rachel Nichols fan, even though it was um. It was, well, I mean, I don't think she's a saint, but she's she's so good at her job. Well, you know, one strength. bad day at work doesn't make you bad at your job. So yeah, I know. hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Or we're in trouble. Uh, maybe today. Yeah, we would have been canceled a long time ago. Yeah, I might be canceled in this next show. So, uh, all right. Uh, all right, sweethearts and huns and girls and boys and all the peoples. We'll be back. It's only hour one. We got a whole bunch more to talk about. We've got to talk about the slew of prospects that have come up. And uh, frankly, we have other stuff, but I'm not looking at the show sheet, so I don't know. So just strap in, get excited, and, uh, you know, live life a little dangerously. Right, Bogman? Close your eyes and go fast. 
Live your best life. Live your, live your best life, please. Oh, you're talking about Tony Robbins. Did you hear about Tony Robbins? <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that. All right.